Tampa. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. The Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! was all a dream. <laughs> What's new? What's new? What's happening? Welcome into the Hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. My how things have changed. Mm-hmm. And yet it's still all the same. Uh, it's still all the same right here at 10800 Main Street in Fairfax. I am Hefe. That is J-Dubs. And we'd love to welcome into the Hideout the newest edition of the show. Uh, our good buddy Shapey, who we've worked with for a very long time. The Hideout, Free FM, 106.7 WJFK. If you want to get in touch with us this evening, we've got a lot to do. we got a week to do it in. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Some of you may recognize the names, the show. We were here in D.C. about a year and a half ago. I encourage everyone to go check out hideoutradio.com. Hideoutradio.com is the brand new website. Uh, Dubs and I prefer that the website be... Uh, more of a, a blueprint to the show. So mm-hmm. you're going to be able to go there. You're going to be able to learn backstories. You're going to be able to hear old audio of uh, versions 2.0 and 1.0, which originated right here at the mighty WJFK. Plus, you'll get to know a little bit more about our buddy Shafee. And for those of you who are completely new to the show, uh, get to know just a little bit more about us. Again, that is hideoutradio.com. Boys, how you feeling? Great, man. Just, just odd. Yeah, just kind of, you know, we got a lot to get into. Uh, you know, there's a lot of audio that we want to play for you, some big stories that have uh, that have hit BCS. We got two cents on that as well. But just two seconds on when we very when we left this place, mm-hmm. not ever thinking that we'd be back. Oh, I never thought I'd uh, step foot in these halls again. And then just to be here to see the improvements, by the way. Yeah, the the studios, except for this one, of course. Listen to him, man. Two minutes in, kissing ass already. Well, why not? Uh, wow, it's so great. They painted the walls, although the bullet hole is still here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's just it's very good to be back here in uh, Washington D.C. and uh, back with you guys. So if you want to hop in, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven and two zero two four three two one zero six seven. You have to forgive us. Bit tired. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple fact, uh, we drove uh, 18 hours from Florida. Uh, no, it's 13 hours from mm-hmm. Florida. And more so, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, uh, Dubs and his sleeping habits. Uh, he's a bear. And wow. he was snoring incredibly last night to the point that we 
between us, I think, maybe got four hours of sleep total. No, I don't think. Well, between us, yeah. With, I got about an hour. Solid. Yeah, so we're feeling good. We're feeling fresh. Thinking of I am. I feel terrific. Of course of you course. are. Yeah, there's no doubt. Because, uh, well, we'll get into all that a little bit later on. Dubs, being back here uh, in Washington, D.C., it's uh, it was always very cool. Because you never know who it is that's listening. I mean, we had so many friends that worked on the Hill. You got so many friends that, uh, you know, do very important things, including, uh, you know, a couple of buddies that I had, you know, some baseball buddies that worked for, you know, like the CIA, you know, things like mm. that. They didn't tell you specifically I'm working for the CIA. That old bit. Yeah, but yeah, right, to, to impress the ladies when you're at the bar. And um, so you got, you know, you never know, you know, the type of person who, uh, who, A, listens to the show, who's your kind of buddy, you know what I mean? And when, you know, you realize that certain people, you know, average people have these jobs that are so important in everyday life. You see somebody like Representative, uh, the representative who got busted with Foley. a page. Yeah, Foley got busted with a page. And you realize that we're all human beings. You know, Some of us are pedophiles. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, some of you are, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Some of you are. So we come back here, and one of the big stories that you see that's going down around town is an ex-CIA agent who busted into 10 Virginia homes. Now listen, to be in the CIA, you got to have skills. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, no, schmucks don't make it into the CIA. Maybe you don't have the best of backgrounds, as you're going to learn here in a second, but whatever, you got to have skills. you got to know a few languages, you got to be stealth. The guy uses his skills to... You know, to break into houses and things like this, to uh, to get some jewelry. Well, the big thing, they find over a thousand pair of panties that this guy collected. Now, I don't know if it's throughout his lifetime. I don't know if he's collecting panties from each house that he goes to. Because you got to think about, it. he's going to ten houses. There can't be a hundred yeah, panties in each house. A hundred panties, but they bust this guy. They find all the jewelry, and then they find a thousand plus pairs of panties. So I'm thinking, to be exact. So I'm thinking to myself, does this guy, is his MO the same thing that I wanted to do when I was a kid? Because my dreams when I was a kid of when I finally ended up having sex Mm -hmm. and having relations with women, my idea was that I wanted to collect a pair of underwear from every woman that I slept with. Great, you'd be up to two by now. Three. (laughs) It would actually be three. God, it's sad. For real? Yeah. Three? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. How many would you? Go ahead with your sad no, story. No, no, all right. What thousand plus? No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would. I wanted to collect from every uh, from every woman that I've Panties have been something that has always disgusted me. I've never seen, like, maybe when you first buy them, they're cute. But after, like, uh, maybe six months of wear and tear, <laughs> there's some nasty stuff. It's like a greenhouse effect going on there. I've, I've seen some panties that look like they had their own weather system going on down there. So I... So I see this, and I'm and I'm with you. I see this story, and I'm thinking, okay, first of all, how'd the guy get busted? And I'm trying to find more information on this, but all I know is he got busted, and he got a thousand pair of panties. Then mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, does he wash them? No. no why? No. Yeah, you'd buy new ones if you washed them. See, well, then... You don't wash them. What do you collect them in? Do you put them in a bin? Do you have a crawl space that you put them into? All of them separate plastic baggies. Like your Marked. De- like your Dexter. Yeah. Like your Dexter and it's blood and it's all the women. It could be. And, pe- and people. You don't know what panties are getting. It's a, it's a potpourri out there. Right. And, and, all, and all the, uh, you know, and all the people that Dexter's killed. So I go through this whole idea of what exactly happens to be going on. What did you do with the panties? 
I never ended up collecting any. You never did? It was no, just a dream? Yeah, the pipe first, dream. First person I ever slept with was my wife, and that was, you know. Did you go any further with the idea of, all right, you're going to get the panties. What are you going to do with them afterwards? Are you going to put them on your head, uh, do your business, or are you just keeping them as a trophy? I have a memory box. I have a memory box where I've stored all my memories throughout my life that whenever I get old. Is I that want, what your head's for? I eventually want to put them in. Now, here's the thing, because sometimes you lose your mind. Sometimes you lose the things called Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. To me, though, even at a young age, like you're describing, you're treating women like Disney World or something, getting souvenirs. That's like serial killer-ish a little bit. <laughs> well, here's, uh, what do you need the panties for? I do have my first condom still that I ever used. Yeah, he still See, has... See, he's, he's trying to remember them. I'm the complete opposite. I'm trying to forget every chick I ever slept because, with. But see, that's the difference. Because my mentality is I don't know how, you know, how many women I'm ever going to be with. I don't know you know, how this is going to work out for me. And I like to keep a memento from everything. I'm already taking stuff from around JFK. Take some of their skin. <laughs> so, Hair. So then I see... Life. ...that all of a sudden you've got... Uh, you've got all the fancy headlines mm -hmm. going on around the nation over, oh, the, over uh, the panty thief. Yeah. And the panty thief, because what they love to do, the news organizations, is, okay, it's an interesting story. It's one thing to say, hey, guys, you know, busted, stole some jewelry, got a thousand plus panties. But you have to call him like the labial lunatic. Exactly. Terrorizing panties all over the U.S. Uh, it, because that's how you get your name. Because mm -hmm. I know Shafey, one of your, uh, your your things that you're big into, serial killers, and everybody always wants to be known. You always going, well, you always want to be remembered, and the way you're remembered is by having a catchy, snazzy uh, type of media name. Yeah, the, you're in the uh, you're in the headlines as the uh, Skidmark scoundrel. Not only, not only that, but the reason most of them get caught is because they're much like you. They have to have these souvenirs and collections. I'd be an awful serial killer, and I'll tell you why. Because I'd want to keep mementos. I watched this show on Showtime, Dexter, where all he keeps is a little like uh, slide glass that you would use whenever you were in some sort of a uh, biology class, mm -hmm. and it has the drop of blood, and that's it. And I'm thinking, no, I'd want mementos from the whole day leading up, maybe a certain uh, scalpel to go from here. And then you have this guy who the media is labeling all sorts of things, Dubs, and uh, what he's the, trying. Yeah, the butt crack bandit. So every time you sleep with a chick, you're treating it as the last time it's ever going to happen. I can't believe they ever come back for seconds. I didn't have a repeat offender for a long, long time when I started doing I knew I was bad because no girl would, uh, they would, they would spread at first and then they would be, just go away. There's nothing uh, pleasurable to come back to. Yeah, they're treating you like it's like opposite land. Yeah. You. You're in the hideout, free FM 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. So it turns out there's going to be jail time for the taint terrorist. <laughs> uh, this guy, he's, uh, he's they say about 20 years the kid's going to get. And so you're thinking, all right, we were in Central Florida. We're coming back to D.C., FBI, CIA, the Hill. And the first thing you see in the paper, mm -hmm. CIA busted for stealing panties. I'm thinking, you know what? Every place is the same. You have, you know, you, these people are no different than anybody else. Everyone's doing these dirty, rotten things. It's just a major headline, it turns out, because he works for, you know, the intelligence agency. Then I'm thinking two for two seconds. He's bad at his job? Yeah. How is it that he's going to get busted doing this stuff? How is he going to go collect uh, intelligence around the nation to protect us? What kind of skills does this guy have? He may be able to get the intel, but he can't keep it to himself. So, anyway... How did he get caught in the first place? Um, 
I didn't see. They, they didn't have many details on it. I saw this in the post. I'll tell you what. Over a thousand paintings is a hell of a run, though. Yeah. I mean, if you if you only got to ten or fifteen, the guy's a joke. But over a thousand. By the way, speaking of paintings, really quickly. I mean, we've been off. Can you imagine how good it would feel to just put them up in one big pile of panties. <laughs> And like maybe stand on the bed and just dive into it. Do you think he ties them around like they're like it's a big rubber band ball or a big ball of foil? And he's uh, he's just looking at it, admiring his work because that's part of the thing too. You want to step back and you want to admire your work. Oh, by the way, uh, you go to hideoutradio.com and learn a little bit about the show. Uh, hideoutheretics.net is also uh, a website, fan board, mm-hmm. unofficial fan board. You can go there, you can chat it up. So, um, you know something, though? You were talking about wanting, as a kid, wanting to sleep with chicks and save their panties, even though he never did it. Get a piece of that. This guy didn't, like, sleep with any of these chicks. He only wants the panties. He's not even interested in the women. No, or what's, no. Underne- oh, what's underneath. Uh, on hideoutheretics.net, there's a photo, and I know a lot of people have already seen it already, but this is the first time I got to see it today. Mm-hmm. It's the crotchless photo of Britney Spears, I guess, partying with uh, Paris Hilton. It was a mess. I don't think so. Yeah, I completely disagree with you. I'm, I'm going to go look at it right now, actually. I'm going to take a chance. Um, it's not I, that bad. Uh, hide out here. Why did you not like it? Well, for one thing, it looks like she's got some male parts down there in one of the pictures. It, it's, male? It's very uh, uh, chunky. Um, <laughs> male? You know a dude that looks like that. Give me his number. <laughs> if you look at it, uh, the first time I saw it, I didn't think it was actually a crotch shot. I thought it was like a advertisement for a uh, for a uh, for a uh, Arby's burger, a beef, <laughs> a a beef and cheddar. Yeah, uh, a five for five. In her defense, there's no cheddar anywhere in that photo. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Yeah, so I I didn't understand why you had such a a beef. Uh, did Literally, not, did not mean that. It looks like a prize fighter's eye. Just all <laughs> I don't think so, man. I think it looks... Uh, all right, man, well, all right, I'm looking at it now. It's got some flaws, but it's not that bad. You sure this isn't a deleted scene from Hostel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. looks like a little bread tar pits. I think I see a pterodactyl in there. Oh, oh now you're... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, 202-432-106. You aren't looking at a crotch there. You're looking at lung cancer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, Chuck Jock. There you hmm. go. I don't see anything wrong with it, to be honest with you. I think you're just Britney bashing for no reason. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, you look... Uh, I mean, it's Britney. If it was some other chick, you wouldn't even say it looks gross or beat or whatever. Uh, by the it's way. like Bastion Booger's neck. By the way, so last night, uh, we're all sleeping together because we mm-hmm. all have the same room. And we had to draw straws as to who it is. Uh, by the way, it's F.A. Dubs and Chafee in the hideout on Free FM 106.7 WJFK. So last night, uh, unfortunately, we draw straws where Chafee and I have to share the bed together. Well, all right, whatever. I'm not homophobic. I don't mind this. Yeah, right. And it ties into this panties. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. Let's do this thing. So we get into bed and... Chafee decides, all right, I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> I can't sleep. Really, I don't like sleeping with any clothes on. Well, you Maybe know, the boxers. I cannot sleep with my shirt on. You know Chafee. He gets hot at any time. We went and seen Pootie Tang. How long ago was that? And we were in the movie theaters. He's shirtless watching Pootie Tang. <laughs> yeah, it was the, hot, we're, man. We're the only three there on opening night. We're in the back row, and it's uh, it's burning up in Michigan. He decides to take his shirt off. So we're lying. In it bed. wasn't Pootie Tang. It was the animal. 
Um, Outstanding. He takes <laughs> he takes his shirt off as we're lying in bed. I'm like, dude, I can't handle this. Because now all of a sudden we're in a scene from King of Queens. Mm. And I'm Kevin James and you're Leah Remini. So, and then he gets out of bed only to show off uh, assless boxers. Yeah, I was going to throw them out, but I figured I'd wear them one more time. And this would be a perfect uh, opportunity. And I'm thinking, all right, so I'm lying here with a guy who has a loincloth. Uh, Basically. Over himself. He looks like National Geographic. It's when you say assless boxers, you make it sound like uh, on purpose. Well, you wore them on purpose. You knew they were assless. I wore assless. them on purpose, but I didn't like buy them assless. There was a hole, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then they became Sounds completely like sucks assless. Life. I didn't have to pull them down ever. Um, the National Sleeve Foundation on this, though, I'm thinking about this, because I turn around, and usually I'm sleeping with my chick, mm-hmm. who's back in Orlando right now, and usually my thing, our thing, is to snuggle. Whenever we sleep, we're snuggling. So I'm thinking to myself, I roll over for two seconds, kind of in that sleep habit Mm -hmm. of I'm going to snuggle. I'm going to punch you. (laughs) Yeah. And then I look and I see shirtless, assless boxer (laughs) guy sleeping in the bed next to me. And I'm thinking, oh, Christ, I can't do this. What am I going to do? But then I see this from the National Sleep Foundation that uh, 35% of adults attribute their relationship problems to the bad sleep habits that they have. What I had for a while was a bad case of, and I'm not joking, I'm not shock jocking, uh, sleep choking. I was caught three times by my chick trying to choke her out while I was sleeping. What were the dreams? I don't remember. I don't remember why I would be choking her. There must be something kind of deep-seated about it, but I would roll over and just grab her larynx. (laughs) (laughs) What does she say? How does she wake you up? She doesn't wake me up. She just knocks my hand away and lets me sleep. So you Good girl. Do you sleep with anybody right now, Shafee? Like, in your bed? Do you share your bed? No, not right now. But I will say this. You guys are great guys, good friends of mine, and everything like that. But uh, it amazes me. After just one night in a hotel with you two, it amazes me that either one of your girlfriends would stay with you more than one night. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, you guys are gotta go see a doctor or something. It's not normal the way you guys snore. I've actually tried all it's that. It's uncalled for. I've tried the, uh, the sprays. And uh, actually, whenever we went on, like, big trips with me and my friends, uh, we'd buy the spray, and I'd be sleeping, snoring my ass off, and they'd spray it in my mouth while I was sleeping. He was and it terrible. Worked. You were bad, but Dubs was the worst. Well, I actually went and got a sleep study. Uh, I mm-hmm. went, oh, dude, you got to check this out. So I go and get the sleep study, and they hook you up to all sorts of wires and things. And they lay there, and they see how it is that you sleep. And I thought for sure I had some sort of sleep apnea. I'm snoring all the time. I'm waking up. I'm tired. Nothing. Sleep perfect. I got nothing wrong with me except for the occasional snore, and I'm, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix it. And yet this son of a bitch, Shafee last mm-hmm. night, decides he's on a war against the snore, <laughs> and he's yelling at everybody to keep it down because he's watching Charles Manson on the hotel television while we're trying to get sleep for the big week. And he wakes up, and he goes, what, what? I go, you're snoring like a bear, man. And he thinks about it. He goes, I'm sorry. Then he thinks about it, and he goes... Well, you're watching TV. What's the difference? You're not trying to sleep. It does, Hello, I'm trying to watch TV. It doesn't matter. Uh, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Take a break. Come back. It's The Hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The Hideout. Did you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here? Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. On Free FM. The Hideout. 
It's a hot hip-hop fashion trend. You, you know what it is. The hideout. Blink, blink, homeboy. Step back. I might blind you. Yeah. Hideout. Back in the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Hefe, Dubs, and Shapey with you. Learn more about the show. Get caught up on stuff. Chat. Everything you know. A blueprint for the hideout is found at hideoutradio.com. That is hideoutradio.com, including links to the Instant Messenger, chat room, message boards. All that fun stuff is right there. Let's go to Anti-Matt. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. Anti-Matt. Can you hear me? We Yo. Got, we got you, baby. Go ahead. Yeah, what's up? Welcome back, boys. It's good to hear you. Appreciate it, my friend. Uh, back here in uh, WJFK, uh, Free FM. Yeah, two things. First of all, there's an 11-minute delay on the on the webcast. That happens. That's technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deal. Yeah. And you were talking about being sleep-deprived and dreams. Do you still have those dreams of making out with Dubs' uh, mom while... Uh, the actual Foley scene plays in the background or not? What? Yeah, I uh, I actually had a dream where, and we talked about this uh, on a show previously before, where I had a dream where I was making out with Dubs' mom at a family reunion. Mm-hmm. And we went into a closet together, me and Dubs' mom. <laughs> Who's and, family? And we're making out. I guess it was a Dubs family reunion. And we're making out, and like grandmas and stuff keep bothering us when we're trying to get our freak on. And we ended up calling his mom and talking to her, and she seemed to be kind of into it. People seem, though, to have the idea that somehow that was a homoerotic dream and Dubs' his mom was actually supposed to mean Dubs. It seems right. I don't I buy it. That. And now we're sharing a uh, bed tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't buy it at all. Let's go to Bobby Hill in the 420. What's up? Ponch and Busey, you radio flamers, I love you. Welcome back. Thank you, buddy. Well, the last time you were on in D.C., I took you guys out with a bong hit, so I figured if it's possible, I would come full circle and bring you back in with one. Whatever you got time to do, my friend. We got a lot of stuff to squeeze in. We only got another 90 minutes left, but sure, go ahead. I got two seconds. Here you go. All righty. See, here's the thing we can bring to JFK class. Yeah. And, you know, Uh, can he stop by here? (laughs) Uh, No, he's in Philly. Take it easy, buddy. All right, right, we'll talk to you. Um... 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. It's one of those things you're getting used to new numbers. Yeah. You know, even though these are old numbers, they're technically new numbers again. Mm-hmm. So before the show, uh, I'm online just kind of looking around. I love to watch uh, videos and stuff that are uh, on the Internet. By the way, I'd like to say a prophecy that I had uh, <clears throat> just about a year ago was that I truly believed TV was becoming obsolete because I didn't have cable. And I didn't miss it because I had the Internet. And now, essentially, just in the last 11 months, everything that you want is now available for download. You even got great television shows that if you happen to miss, you don't even have to pay for it anymore. Places like NBC and ABC will put them up on their website for you to watch for free. So I'm truly of the opinion now that in the next, I don't know, six months, eight months, you don't need cable as long as you have the Internet and you can watch everything that you want to watch. So I'm online checking things out, and I see what could be the hottest and most disturbing story ever. Now, the video helps, but the the guy does a great job of setting the scene, okay? I guess this was on 2020, uh, last Friday, and they set the whole thing up for you. 
Hideout Download. In a back office at McDonald's in Mount Washington, Kentucky, teenager Louise Ogborn is naked and in tears. Donna Summers, the assistant manager who had strip-searched her, has to get back to work. All right, already, you see what I say? Yeah. By hot, yet also at the same time, somewhat disturbing. Uh, now, how does this chick look? I don't know how old she is, technically. Um, she cute? Attractive? Yeah. Yes, she is. So, yeah, I would almost say maybe a Kate Beckinsale Ooh. kind of Working thing. at a McDonald's? I know. Kind of. Well, it's one of those, it's your first job. Mm-hmm. Hideout download. You know where the second one is. Well, the caller had suggested she bring in her fiancé, Walter Nix, who goes by the name Wes. This 43-year-old exterminator is about to continue the interrogation. You left this middle-aged man with a naked, frightened... She was covered. ...with an apron. She was completely covered. But as the video shows, Louise is tugging at the apron, which barely covers her top, and the sides of her legs are exposed... Up to her buttocks. Wow. What were you thinking? I didn't think Wes would do anything. I trusted him. It's the height of the dinner rush. I love the music. Yeah, Donna I was Summer. Say, I was going to say, hold on a second. The music kicks in. You know something? Someone's about to get killed or molested. Hideout download. Both sexy. First leaves the 90-pound teenager alone and vulnerable in the office with the 230-pound Nicks. Why couldn't you run out? I was naked. I was scared. I mean, any normal person in that situation, they wouldn't have ran out. You're convinced there's no way you could have done it? There's no way. Did you think about it? I wanted to so bad, I wanted to run. And you would have had to have run through the restaurant. I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have ran out the back door. I couldn't have done anything. I couldn't bring myself to humiliate myself <laughs> Humiliation, as it turns out, would be the least of her worries. Now it's Walter Nix who's following the caller's commands. All right, so Having Louise... Let's, let's get you caught up. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell's going on. It's, I hear 90 pounds, that's hot. What else? It's the hideout, free FM 106.7 WJFK, so she works at this McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's this caller who calls her boss and says that she has something on her. I don't know, be it drugs a or weapon. a weapon or okay. something. And the caller says that he is with the cops. All right? Mm -hmm. So now the caller says, take her into a back room and strip search her. Well, there's a lady, and the lady you heard talking earlier, the lady is, I guess, a manager there. Mm -hmm. And like they said, they brought in her exterminator boyfriend or fiancé. 43-year-old, I think. To, well, he's doing things with his life, mm -hmm. whatever. He has a paycheck. So they bring him in. To continue this strip search because it's the <laughs> dinner rush and everybody's got to get their muck ribs. All right, so that's where we are in the story right now. Hideout download. Drop her apron, bend over, stand on a chair. <laughs> then, as ridiculous as it sounds, he tells Louise to jog and do jumping jacks <laughs> to shake loose anything, the caller says, that she might be hiding. Incredibly, Nix complies with the caller's outlandish demands. And it's only the beginning of two more hours of torment. Why did you follow their instructions? My parents taught me when an adult tells you to do something, that's what you do. You don't argue. You know, if somebody smacks you on the hand, you listen. No, not when well, they I tell you to get nude in a broom closet at McDonald's. <laughs> you know, you got to at some point realize question authority. Mm -hmm. And 
question the exterminator. I don't even know if he's a real authority figure. It's not like you're a roach. You can sit here and you can say, hey, wait a second, I can think for myself. What am I doing? But this is the problem that we're, you know, we got our children and we're teaching them. Just regurgitate things. This chick's like 16. Do I, I'd assume she's about 16 or 17 years old. But she is you know, She is uh, a fiancé to a 43-year-old. She no, might be a little bit older, No, that but is, it is Kentucky. That is the worker. It is the work, uh, It is like the manager lady who is, you know, who, and they, he talks to her and he questions why you let this happen, and it was her fiancé, the exterminator, and then there's the 16-year-old kid. So it kind of three, and then whoever's on the phone, running whatever this gimmick is hideout download and everyone it seems is listening to that voice on the phone he even talks to louise he told me if i love this job and if i need to keep my job then i would cooperate according to louise when she mcdonald's man (laughs) you can go across the street to arby's if you want to they aren't gonna be uh giving you a large dose of memory loss (laughs) you know you know how to supersize it already Mm -hmm. very easily you could biggie or king size it those are skills that you can easily translate to another gig but if you love the job yeah you're gonna stay nude for another two hours in the broom closet (laughs) get naked dubs but this is the problem though where you're not teaching your kids how to think or to question it's always you know just just do what you're told do what you're told keep putting that helmet on those kids when you're teaching them how to ride a bike they don't learn how to fall Hideout download. Fails to address Walter Nix as sir. The caller tells him to hit her violently on the buttocks over and over. Here it goes on for almost 10 minutes. On the buttocks? Pause pause it for a second. So I got to set the scene for you once again. On the buttocks. They're in not necessarily a broom closet, but it's one of those those offices, like the back office in a mm. fast food restaurant, it's dirty, it's dingy, it's it's the office just because there's a counter there. You know, you're you're putting out the part time schedule. Yeah, there's a schedules, a pen, and a uh, and uh, you know. And it's some... t- it's tiny, but for some reason they had a camera in there too, and that's how all of this gets exposed. So this girl's in there, and she's jogging in place nude. She's doing jumping jacks, and at this point, where she refuses to call the caller, sir. She has to get down on this dirty floor, and you've always seen the floor at a fast food restaurant. She has to get down on the dirty floor uh, in the canine position and be spanked by this exterminator. Never in her mind does, does she say, hey, what's going on here? Well, you know, I should get up and just run out regardless of what's happening. She's willing to do all that, but she's got a huge problem calling somebody sir. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, if you're ever in that kind of a situation, it's always a sir or a ma'am. Hideout download. I was asking too many questions, so he was told to hit me. And I said, please don't do this. This is so ridiculous. This is stupid. Please don't. But that would only make him hit you harder. Yes, more times. By the end of the beating, painful red welts appear clearly on Louise's body. And during it all, Donna Summers keeps walking in and out of the office. Every time you hear her coming in, what happens? He throws the apron at me and tells me, like, shh, don't tell Donna. And you walked into... And that's the manager lady who has the fiancé exterminator who's doing all this in the closet... While a phone caller says, hey, I'm the cops, you need to do this. All they right? are really retards over there, aren't they? That's Kentucky. Get the bitch a happy mail. Hideout download. In the office, what would you see between her and Walter? She was sitting on one side, he was sitting on the other. They weren't saying a whole lot. And she was covered. And she was covered up all the time. 
But there's at least one occasion when Summers comes in before Nix throws the apron over Louise. When we try to show Donna Summers the videotape... You say you didn't see her without her clothes on, but there she is. And you walk... Okay, we're not going to answer questions about that. She can't talk about this? (laughs) Summer's attorney, who's off camera, won't allow her to respond. Why didn't you tell Donna at that point? I begged her every time she came in the room, get me out of here. Please get me out of here. Donna, please, please. I didn't do anything wrong. Please believe me. And she puts her head on your shoulder. And she told us she was saying to you, please help me. No, she didn't. It's not what she said. Couldn't you feel her head on your shoulder? Uh, I don't recall that particular incident. I don't. She says she's begging you to rescue her. She knows. I'm trying to figure out what this Donna, the manager mm-hmm. lady's chick, uh, like what her M.O. is. I don't know if she's afraid of going to jail or why it is. Like she seems to be covered. I don't know if it's because of her, you know, it's her, her fi- husband, her fiance yeah. or, you know, her, her future husband that's getting in all this sorts of trouble. But I don't know how you sit here and you defend yourself. Hideout Download. Never said that to me. And every time Summers walks out of the office, Louise says Nix resumes and intensifies her torture, following the caller's instructions. My soul just left my body. I just went numb to everything so that I could just survive. After more than two and a half hours of dehumanizing treatment, Nix, again on the instructions of the caller, forces Louise to perform oral him. Dang. You were a prisoner. I was. And a victim of sexual assault. Yes. Buddy Stump is a detective with the Mount Washington Police. He arrests Donna Summers' fiancé, Walter Nix, and he begins to try and find the caller, assuming that he's someone who lives in the area. I said, this has got to be somebody uh, on a payphone, you know, maybe working with Dixie. And, and <laughs> they're getting their jollies off of watching all the action and the police roll in. The man accused of being the voice on the phone was... All right, here's the, here's the interesting thing. No real lead or anything. They're just assuming... Probably Winn-Dixie. It's just some kid across the street uh, taking a break uh, from sacking groceries, torturing this poor girl, and uh, she doesn't do anything about it. The amazing thing is, whoever came up with the plan, it all worked. Yeah, it worked perfectly. Yeah. You could not imagine it to work that well. You think you're going to get two or three good minutes out of this bit. He got two and a half hours? And by the way, my favorite word right now is dehumanizing. <laughs> it's a hideout free FM 106.7 WJFK in the middle of a hideout download about a uh, teenager who was busted. Uh, well, not busted, but like held captive mm-hmm. in an office uh, at a fast food restaurant. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Hideout download. Acquitted of all charges, but manager Donna Summers was fired by McDonald's and given a year's probation for her role in the abuse. And that should satisfy those of you who were outraged by her behavior. Finally, this viewer wanted to speak for him. She didn't do anything, man. The chick could have had something. What do you mean she didn't do anything? But she came in. She saw the chick completely nude and uh, for hours there. She didn't have anything. No, but, well, they don't know that for sure. Right. Self. I am responding to the report about the strip search. On this, for two seconds. So this uh, apparently is something that ABC News does. Is they'll play the story on on, uh, on like 2020. Mm -hmm. They'll put it up on their website. People will send their little messages, you know, their comments and things. And this one guy 
decides to go ahead and video in his response. <laughs> the video rules, man. Yeah, so, you know, it's like his version of a video comment or blog or whatever on the story. What ends up happening, how the girl ends up getting out of it real fast, because I cut that part out. I got a theory when you're finished. Was the fact that another, the caller says, go get another employee. So they go get another janitor. <laughs> and the janitor comes in and talks to the person on the phone. He's like, no way. What the hell's going on here? And he goes and he gets the cops. And the cops who are literally a block away show mm -hmm. up within minutes and free this girl. All right. So that's the end of the story. Turns out they found the caller somehow. And the caller ended up getting some time. I think the guy that's responsible, the one that puts up this uh, video blog or whatever that we're about to hear, right? I think he might be behind the whole Do you thing. think so? Think about it. He sounds pretty creepy. Think about it. Hideout download. At McDonald's. And I do believe that any manager at any fast food place should have enough common sense not to fall for a phone call like that. And if they do, then they should be demoted to janitor working for a minimum wage at 30 hours per week. And the janitor in your story should be, should have been promoted to store manager for having basic common sense. That'll learn them. Thank you. This guy's obviously <laughs> probably you. spent like 30 years as a janitor at mm -hmm. fast food joints. He's bucking for a new gig, man. <laughs> He's trying to frame somebody so there's an opening. <laughs> hey. Look at him getting exposure on the Internet, and then he goes in and applies. But my biggest issue with this is how you can raise a kid mm -hmm. who is 16 or 17 years old, a daughter at that, who I would assume you would sit down and you would tell her the evil ways of the world. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, it's not your worst nightmare is uh, your daughter being raped or molested. You'd think you'd uh, gear her up for the worst possible uh, scenario. It, yeah. It's, she loved her job, Dom. <laughs> it's a she great job. What can I say? Job. If uh, she didn't get naked and do everything they told her, she might have lost her job at McDonald's. She didn't want to lose the nice purple and uh, yellow polo shirt mm -hmm. that they wear over there. So uh, b what I'm trying to figure out, though, is how you can raise a kid uh, to go through life to say, hey, um, sure, somebody over the phone says, I'm a cop, and you got to go get nude for an exterminator and perform treats on him. Let's go to Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, you're in the hideout, Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, I just wanted to say, it sounds kind of strange, man. You know, the, the fiancé, when he was the he was asked to have that girl, you know, perform that uh, deed on him, mm -hmm. why didn't he just step back and say, hey, you know what, I don't think this, he may be, in, you know, I don't think I should go this far. I here's, That's why I think, like, part of it is he was in on it. Yeah, I mean, it, when no. it's going that far, you know that this isn't uh, a police procedure. No, I don't think he was in on it. I think he found himself in the perfect situation to have the ultimate excuse. I mean, that guy was in a pretty tight situation uh, for two and a half hours. Yeah, he's essentially in a, in a in a closet. She's not bad. You know, no, he could have he could have asked one of his buddies. He's going to be like, hey, dude, there's this hot little 16-year-old who works here. Why don't you guys set this up? And, you know, I'll, I'll start interrogating She's dumb her. as a box of rocks. She'll fall for it. Trust me. Yeah, Just call. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, whether, whether she had something on her or not, that's not important. Right. You know, that's not about she, You cannot strip search someone like that without a warrant, even a police officer can. Well, of course. And that's, again, what you're thinking. Why doesn't this girl know this stuff? She was, she was carrying a fully loaded ass, I'll tell you that much. So... <laughs> Uh, so, you know, so you're stuck in this situation, and I do 
you kind of bring up an interesting point, Chafee. What's that? You got to think about it. What's the guy? 37-year-old exterminator. Mm-hmm. How many chances and, are you going to get of this? By the way, his fiance, um, a manager. She's 43. Adam Mickey D's. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like your typical uh, nasty mom yeah. who's going to uh, give you fries. You know what? Fries, you know what I mean? So he's probably thinking, I will never have an opportunity like this again. Well, he knows he's got the excuse. Hey, man, this was like a hostage type situation. I didn't know whether or not, you know, I'm just going along with it. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what they're capable of. And in the meantime, here he is in a tiny room. Here you are in Kentucky. You can deputize me over Mm -hmm. the phone. The naked chick. Jumping jacks. I love my job. Do you do it? (laughs) See, what do you do? What do you mean? Do I do it? Mm Mm-hmm. If I was I 16 years if I, old and they well, were telling no, me to no, get naked? No, no. <laughs> if you're the guy in the room and she's doing all this stuff, do you keep on running with the bit or do you cut it off? I, and you know no, what? Now, put yourself in that guy's situation if, as well. If it was me, absolutely not. Of course I wouldn't. If but I was if you were that, him? I definitely. Here's the one thing. Without question. I notice as you watch a lot of the video, never looks for a camera. No. First thing you do is look for a camera. And you know you're about to get busted. You're about to steal something. You're about to do something wrong. Look over the left shoulder. Mm-hmm. You look over the right shoulder. You check out the ceiling. See what's going on. And then you be now you're like, all right, well, wait a second. The chances of getting caught. Now, if there's no camera. I'm just saying as a typical dirtball exterminator in Kentucky. If there is a camera, do you immediately stop? Or do you try to, like, accidentally throw something over the lens? <laughs> no, you you immediately be like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I'm here to save the girl. And, you you know, you yeah. put the clothes over her and you console her and you hang up and you dial 911 just to be sure. This girl deserves to be fired, though, no matter what. What'd she do? Come on, man. <laughs> She's not even capable of living, basically. That basic, is true. Basic huh? life skills. Get naked. We're going to search you. Okay. Do jumping jacks. Well, I was scared. I love my job. I didn't want to lose. I mean, come on. This is the kind of girl you promote. She's okay. down with the company. No. Let's go to James. James, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? What do you got, buddy? I got a question. Okay, so the manager gets this call. Her fiancé happens to be there, and she just happens to let her let him strip search her. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay, the mo- if she's not in on something... You know? Yeah, the more you think about it, too, when you stop and you analyze the whole situation, it was this it's weird... very odd story. This weird, but, perfect storm of the gullible chick, mm-hmm. right place, right time. Yeah, but this girl's so gullible, and the manager knows there's a camera in there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, Why too? don't they just take her home? Maybe she doesn't go home with strangers. Maybe that's her thing. She knows not to get in the back she, of the family. Her parents and, taught her to do whatever adults tell her. Of but, course she's going home with them. Let's go with this perfect storm theory and how many things had to go right for this to work out. You needed uh, the the gullible chick who loved her job way too much at uh, McDonald's. You needed the exterminator who wanted to, for once, spray something that wasn't a bug. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been bugs. This is Kentucky. <laughs> that is true. Um, and then you, you just needed... Uh, a few hours alone in a broom closet. And you have it all going. Because, man, sometimes if a girl loves you enough, like this fiancé, maybe, maybe she thinks, this exterminator, he's the one, he's the love of my life, he's going to get me out of this awful life that I'm living. Because you hear about girls will go, you know, recruit other girls, mm-hmm. other guys, it happens all the time. But how come they're in the broom closet and the broom never comes into play? <laughs> We'll take a break, come back. It's a hideout, Free FM uh, 106.7. By the way, coming up next, a little story about how Dubs pulled something similar.
Ungullible people. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. You are listening to... To, to the hideout. The hideout. We thank you so much. Answering the big questions, world hunger, terrorism, and the biggest question. Do you take it in the... Hideout, 3FM, 106.7 WJFK. Weak. I don't know what it is. Very weak. It's got hooks. Yeah. Like a uh, tackle box. Yeah, you listen to it, you think, hey, you know, life's been good. <laughs> Whatever, I can roll with this. It's a sunshiny song. Look at you. I don't want to hear it then. But that doesn't bad. The only good part is the hook. Back of the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Half eight dubs and Shafee. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Some of you may uh, remember the show from a late night. Uh, days after Ron and Fez. Also mm-hmm. Saturday nights right here. Uh, at JFK and the JFK compound. New website. You want to get caught up on things past. We've been in Orlando for the last year and a half. Move along and kill this song, please. <laughs> Hideoutradio.com. This isn't even the beginning of it. This is like music written by kids who dream about keeping the panties of the chicks they sleep with. So I, feel I, like, like I feel like crying in my hoodie right now. Between this and the new Nelly Frittato <laughs> and one other uh, gay music that I uh, downloaded the other day. There was You're like... Wind it up. There was something else I got. Hinder. Wind it up. Uh, all right, let's be men for a second then. Yeah, you got me Doodly. questioning things. Uh, oh, we're going to get to uh, Dubs' picking on gullible people mm-hmm. and the latest scams that he's run on MySpace. I get bored. One of his favorite things to do is go onto the internet and ruin people's lives. This mm-hmm. is awful. And it, it's, like, it's not. <laughs> it's, it just makes me giggle. I call it a test. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, test. By the way, really quick, um, like that movie. What movie was that? Uh, phone booth. Right. That's what this is like. That's who Dubs thinks he is. Kiefer Sutherland in that mm-hmm. movie. Uh, B- Testing everybody. BCS. We're uh, you know we're fans of sports. We're dudes. It's just not all about the uh, all American rejects in here. <laughs> I just want to say really quickly. I thought M- Michigan got hosed. I don't think so. I'm not a Michigan fan at all. I'm a I'm a state guy, mm-hmm. but. Michigan did get screwed here. I mean, if you want the top two figure? teams playing in the bowl game for the national championship, when they only lose by three and they're in the uh, number one team's Ohio State's house, 
and they only lose by three, that they get another matter. shot at it in neutral territory. They were never in position to win that football game. At the end, they were. They're lucky it was by three. They should have lost by two touchdowns. But therein lies the factor that they were at Ohio State. You play that game on neutral ground. Who knows how it happens? And in my opinion, all, all Michigan has to do is win by four. They win by four uh, wherever they're playing the national championship mm-hmm. this year. They're legitimate uh, winners of the national uh, championship. Uh-huh. Otherwise, also I, I call the uh, the first game a tie when it's th- by three points. No, in Ohio State, that's a tie. No, the line was seven. The co- the center for Ohio State had a cast on his hand, and he practically gave Michigan the ball in uh, the red zone. Don't start him. Yeah. It's not my fault. Well, it's not yeah, Michigan's but, fault. But those are mistakes that are... He could have thrown an interception if that was a good uh, snap. you got to look at the whole season, not just one game. And doing that, you'll they only see lost that one game, Michigan's so. biggest victories this season, their three biggest victories come against Notre Dame, who's mm-hmm. not great. They were exposed by USC. Wisconsin, they got a good record, but they didn't play anybody. And Penn State, they're 8-4. and four. You look at Florida. They Who'd beat they lose to? They lost to Auburn, who's a top ten team. They beat Arkansas. Not the they number beat, one though. They beat LSU. They beat Tennessee. All, we could argue they, it, and you could make cases for both. I'm just obviously it's time, need, playoff. No. Please, there's an easy system. You still have your little hack bowl games that my alma mater, Texas Tech, can go to no, it, and go play. You know Maryland or whatever, and you have the top eight teams in the BCS. Play a playoff series, and you can go from there, and you're going to make just as much money. What separates college football from any other sport is their unwillingness to advance and adapt with the time. Everybody wants a playoff. We already have one. The entire season is a playoff. Michigan is not That's playing for the That's how it separates national. itself, by being crap. How, how, if you take, say, the top eight teams and put them in a playoff... You're going to say a team maybe like Oklahoma, who lost mm-hmm. twice this year, should be able to take on Ohio State and upset them on one Saturday and knock them out. That, that's what happens the whole season long. Exactly. And we end up with the two t- top teams. That's the way it happens. No, we don't. We get we get Florida. Why is Florida, They all they do is win. They that's, lost to Auburn. <laughs> that's the way it happens in sports. You play the season, and then at the end of the season, you can have a wild card team, i.e. the Tigers, no. come through and knock off the Yankees. That's why playoffs you know, are so great. In baseball, you could put the worst team against the best team in a three-game series in the regular I season. The worst team could sweep them. In football, one game. That's it. You got one chance. Michigan had their chance. All they so had did to Florida do against Auburn. That was earlier in the season. They've been so? on a roll. They've been on a roll. Michigan didn't even win their conference because they lost to the number one team in the nation. Uh, hold on, hold on. is stronger uh, than the Big Ten. They didn't win their conference. Why should they get a chance to win it all? I first of all, this is why it's maddening talking sports and especially <laughs> this stupid BCS. College football, yeah. It's, More than anything it works else. every year. Everybody's no, it criticizing it. It worked perfectly. I never. I tell you this, Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. This is what we're talking about in America. We're sitting around dinner table arguing Florida versus Michigan. I'd rather be over there in Britain right now where they're talking about highbrow stuff. Like? That's what she said. Dental hygiene. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do they talk about over there in Britain? It's I know books. it's not. I don't know. They're talking about books and. I know it's not tanning lotion. Mm. She says. uh... In, 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 in England, people don't talk about work and money. 
they talk about interesting things at dinner. Yeah, here was the quote from Gwyneth Paltrow. I love the English lifestyle. It's not capitalistic uh, like America. People don't talk about work and money. They talk about interesting things at dinner. The British are much more intelligent and civilized than Americans. It's I easy not to talk about money when you have it. All right, now here's the thing. You take the last, I don't know, four minutes of you two uh, mm -hmm. animals yelling at each other over something that really doesn't affect, you know, human beings' lives. Stop. Yes, it does. It, it means it affects New Year's Day. She's right. You guys aren't civilized. They're uh, having this conversation overseas about they're, they're Madrid versus one of the other soccer teams. They're polite. They allow the other person to stop, get their point in, then they go back and forth. You guys, on the other Why hand... they stop for us to shake a baby? You're ready... First of You're all, ready to cut each other over this. Since when does she eat dinner, number one? <laughs> number one. Secondly, college football means everything. No, it does Everything. Dude. Anybody who thinks it doesn't matter, oh, it's just a game. It doesn't matter who wins or loses. They're losers. They're not passionate about anything in life. We're only on this earth for a short period of time. And you're going to make it about college football. It mm -hmm. means everything. It means everything. Because I'll tell you why. College football. Football, number one. Anybody that ever put the pads on, Dubs, I know you did. I don't care if it was college, pro, high school, fifth grade. You're risking your life. Yeah. You are. You could break your neck you at could, any time. You could die. You could be uh, paralyzed. You can be seriously injured at any time playing football. You could also do that in a car. And college football is the highest level of that game without guys being paid. They're doing it for the love of the game, and they're risking uh, their lives. Actually, they're doing it. Most of them are doing it for a free, either free school or to get paid in the future. Whatever. Going, <laughs> no, you can't just throw away your argument yes, with a whatever. Not, not, not most of them. Thousands of college football players in the country. Most of them will go be professionals in something else. You've seen the commercial. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'd rather be sitting uh, with a meal with Paltrow and her uh, cool play husband, Coldplay husband, Chris Martin. Yeah, what, you'd, what you'd like to be talking? anywhere where the meal is. I know you. You have eight of them a day. All right, first of all, you're right. Man, I'm ballooning back up. Mm -hmm. This whole in-between gigs thing, I was like, hey, I'm going to use this to get my body in shape. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, shape was round. A, yeah, an oval pair. That's the way <laughs> it's going right now. It's not particularly working out for me. Yeah, what great conversation with Chris Martin. Look at the stars. <laughs> And they were all yellow. All right, so you're, wow. Uh, all right, so you want to you invite them over for a nice American conversation, Doug? Of course, about Hemis. That's something uh, Americans like to talk about. You could all learn a few things, Gwyneth. All right, see. Talk about a nice big truck. See, this is. Talk about Toby Keith. Someone some talent. What are you, you going to talk about with Toby Keith? No, you talk about him and his uh, greatness. So you, you tie a yellow ribbon around your uh, wrist and you start singing his songs. 800-636-1067-2024-32-1067. It's Ray FM, the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I just, I think it was a perfect proof positive about how she's right, and we can't hold our stuff together over stupid stuff. Oh, then get out of this country, then, if that's how you feel. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's a nice civilized way to, uh, to approach things. Love too. it or leave it. Um, Mexican. Yeah, right. So then... There's this, you know, there's all the... One thing, why do we need to talk during dinner? Why do we need to have a conversation during dinner? Well, if you've noticed... If We're you... the only mammals that do that. The more that you talk... <laughs> Oh, wow. We're also the only mammals that collect panties. We're the only mammals that work at McDonald's and are scared to lose our jobs. 
But if you think about it, the more you talk at a meal, I guarantee if you talk more at a meal, you are probably skinnier. Um, for example, because like if anyone who has a girlfriend, or you go out, you know, and you're with your wife or whatever. She takes forever to eat because she's running her mouth. No, mine gets down to business when we get out and we talk in the car. I hear Applebee's you. is no place to talk. Have you ever been on a date with Dubs and his chick? No. It's a race. Yeah. It's a race to, to see who can finish. To see who can get drunk, drunk or faster, <laughs> and then see who can finish first. <laughs> and literally, you're there and you're like, all right, I'm moving on from this salad. I'm ready to uh, have this nice porterhouse steak. I'm pulling my keys out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Dubs is check. And uh, let's get out of here. What's mm-hmm. your rush? Where do you have to be? Oh, Xbox 360. Yeah. I get online. He's got to go home and ignore his chick. Mm-hmm. Playing college football. No, yeah, I got the NFL one. Uh-huh. She'll sit on the couch reading her People magazine, and he'll tell, yell at her to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the page is too loud, you sweetheart. Yeah, he's trying to win a uh, and, and, another and Super Bowl. And he snores like a bear. I know. Exactly. Why is she with you, really? Has she ever told Low you that? Probably. You ever ask her, like, hey, you know, why are you with me? All right. Speaking of this, speaking of your chick, does she know how much of a degenerate you are, Dubs? Of course. She's been with me for, what, five years now? Hefe, Dubs, and Shafe, you're in the Hideout, Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Go uh, learn a little bit about the show on hideoutradio.com. And you can also check out our MySpace pages. we got links. we got this thing called the Heretic Crawl Space, Hideout History, all this fun stuff. Uh, learn all, all about the show. i got to give it to them, though. They've been together for five years. I remember the night they met. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any two people in the world that I know of ever um, have a story like this. They met when they were both completely annihilated. Obliterated. Hammered. hammered. And I thought it was like a one-night thing, and here it is five years later. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next day, uh, she calls me. The the only time in my life I do ecstasy, she's (laughs) calling me on the phone. I don't know who the hell she is, so I go over to her house. And And it's all uh, downhill after that. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this wasn't too bad. Yeah. Does she know about you ruining people's lives on the internet? Yeah, yeah. I tell her. Does she approve? She doesn't join in, but she doesn't uh, stop me from it. Dubs is notorious for a number of things that he's done on the internet. One, a couple of them that we have, t- have covered on the show before, uh, getting you caught up, just get a little backstory on Dubs and how much he likes to screw with people. There was a buddy, uh, a buddy of his, Dubs' best friend, Warren. Who... <laughs> no, most of my best friend is a, uh, just an acquaintance from high, high school. school. So Dubs' best friend goes Stop on it. the men for men section on Craigslist and puts up a nude photo of himself and his junk. Yeah, multiple, just different angles, and uh, the the area looked like a Lincoln log. It was nasty. <laughs> so what happens? <laughs> it really was awful. So what happens is Dubs is like, you know what? It's not just enough to know Warren. I'm gonna get a hold of him <laughs> and let me play with his emotions and pretend that I'm somebody else from high school. His, he put his Yahoo uh, messenger name up. And what am I supposed to do? Let me have live a, him alone. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> have man. a conversation with him. So that's just like a couple of things. And whenever I do this kind of stuff, I have a uh, friend Scott from high school. I haven't even talked to him since high school, but I, I feel the need to mess with him still. So whenever I talk with Warren on the messenger, I'm going under uh, Scott the Boxer. And uh, just uh, every time I'm doing anything to ruin any lives or to make fun of anybody, it's always Scott. He thinks he's doing a service. Right. He's testing people's relationships. Well, well uh, Warren was just fun. That wasn't right. a service. But what we're getting to, I think. All right. So this woman, apparently her boyfriend cheats. So she hacks into his MySpace page and changes his little note to say, I'm a pathological liar. I cheat regularly. Then she writes, dinner in a posh restaurant, 100 bucks. 
A night in a top hotel, $200. Finding out your boyfriend is a lying scumbag and changing his MySpace page so everyone sees, priceless. <laughs> wow, that's original. Yeah. And then uh, 250 hits for this thing. She changes the password. 250,000 Yeah, 250,000 hits. She changes his password so that he couldn't back in, get back in and change it. Uh, you know, take the side down. Eventually, MySpace takes the side down because they see something uh, fishy's going on. And then he admits, I cheated. I'm just a man. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, my chick has hacked my MySpace. Oh. Uh, she found my code. And yeah, she... it was the oddest thing ever. Tell a story. You were at the studio at her old gig. The, sto- the, the show starts. We uh, were missing some prep. And uh, Hefe has my uh, go to mypc.com. Yeah, so I log in. I'm going to put the bring the uh, audio, the MP3 from my home computer to the work computer. Go to mypc.com. It's great. So I get it, and I but you can see your home desktop. Well, I see her. Uh, it has to be her because she's at her place. Uh, log into MySpace, put in my email, put in my password, and then I see my back page. Then the little notification pops up that you know. Hefe is now logged on to go to my PC. And then she quickly axes out. We get oh, into this. good girl. Though. Yeah, we, we uh, get into a big fight. How do you know she quickly axes it out? Oh, because I saw it. You can you, see it. You, you I can go to my PC. You can see your computer screen at home. You can see your oh. home desktop. All right. But, and I know she's been doing it before nonetheless. So anyway, but we're kind of over the issues. This girl couldn't get over it. Mm. Now, Dubs, what are you doing to people's MySpaces to ruin their well, lives? I- when we uh, lost our last gig, I was very bored just sitting around. I ended up over at my friend's house hanging out. I'm like, hey, let's go on to Scott's MySpace profile and mess around a little bit. Again, for those just tuning in, Scott, a, a former friend of mine that I still mess with from high school. And you created I'll, a fake page for him. I yeah. mess with them. Like I kid with them. <laughs> I joke around with them a little bit. That's what it, like, I mess with him. Wait till he, you hear what he does. This time I decided to go on and uh, just find random people in Michigan, because that's where he lives in Michigan. Find random people in Michigan and uh, email, well, not only random, we found chicks who have their boyfriends, number one, on their MySpace. Mm-hmm. We go to the boyfriend's MySpace and send them a little email about how... We uh, hooked up with his girlfriend and everything, or, uh, you know, me as Scott. Read the email. Me as Scott hooked up with his girlfriend. All right. And what we did, we would read through her MySpace considerably well to make it believable. All right, so here's the the MySpace message that Dub sends to the boyfriend of just a random girl. Mm -hmm. And and no idea who this girl is. Subject. Hey, bro. (laughs) So he's probably thinking, this could be a buddy of mine, you know, whatever. Who knows what's going on? So here's the He opens his message. Uh, I've been trying to go on the straight and narrow lately. I found salvation in the Book of Mormon, (laughs) and it tells me to make right all my wrongs. So here it goes. About a month ago, I slept with Dawn. She, and I guess that was the the girlfriend. Yes. She told me about you, and at that moment, I didn't care. I'm a sucker for tattoos and the stars. They drove me crazy. Now she's got tattoos. Yeah, she has uh, tattoos of stars so you get, on her hip. So you okay. get so specific mm-hmm. about right. the girlfriend. About Don. Yeah. He's I know su- Don. He's a sucker for those tattoos, yeah. though. I f- drove him nuts. I feel <laughs> terrible now, but I want you to know that I want to make it right. 
she means a lot to you and nothing to me. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> That's why I'm all tore up inside. Call me if you need. And then, <laughs> and then check this out. Dubs actually leaves Scott's real phone number. Yes. So what happens? Uh, well, um, I forgot about it for a couple days. Yeah, no, hold on. Here's the thing. This is one thing Dubs, probably high on whatever pills he's doing at the time, thinks this is going to be a great a great time. He moves on with his yeah, life. Yeah, I, I totally forget about it. I totally, totally leave behind the life i just ruined starts playing with his dog mm -hmm. uh, xbox 360 yelling at his girlfriend whatever mm -hmm. and uh i get a call from my friend uh bj who's a uh, one of my best friends and he's still really good friends with scott bj helped me make this whole scott profile scott knows about this profile and bj told him that he deleted it well it turns out that scott got a phone call from dawn the <laughs> chick that bawling her eyes out Saying that her boyfriend just broke up with her. Why was he doing this? I don't even know you. Who are you and why? So Dubs is saying he's testing the relationship. Yeah. Because if they're really meant to be together, they'll trust each other. Yeah, they could get through something like that. Who knows? Neither of them knows Scott. Well, he's doing a great service. But by the way, he's just messing with them. Mm -hmm. What is it in your mind? <laughs> that You say to yourself, here's the thing. I'm here. You know, We're on the beach right now. We're looking for our next gig. I want to find random people in life mm -hmm. and, and destroy, destroy it and destroy them. Like, why? Where does that? They come? don't get new uh, relationships. This isn't the end of their lives. I didn't shoot anybody. Where does this come from? I don't know. It's it's damn fun though. When you're just typing this up, <laughs> you, you get like in this mindset of this is actually happening. This is real, and you're just typing <laughs> this stuff like you're like you actually bang this chick, and it's just fun. And what? Oh. And then you keep on checking your sent messages, waiting for him to read it, knowing like uh, there's one that hasn't been Dude. read yet. Go back to the sent messages. Dude, go back to the sent uh, messages. Uh, give me this. It's uh, the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK, and we're t I I'm finding it right now. Is, is there one in particular? This one's great, dude. He says, wow. The subject is wow. Can I read this one? Yeah, sure. It's a chick named Chelsea, and she's kind of a big girl. And the subject is wow. So she opens it up, and it says, you're a beast. Can I cut you open and crawl in to stay warm like it's Return of the Jedi? What? How's that going to make her feel for no reason whatsoever? He's just messing with her. Just messing with her. Well, she doesn't know it's me. Yeah, no. I think it's Scott, some yeah. boxer who found the Book of Mormon is a homosexual. What? <laughs> but again, now here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to sit here and play armchair, you know, psychologist or therapist. Mm -hmm. God complex. It's it is complete. It's The Sims. It's Dubs's version of but The Sims. Do you realize though that nowadays? A heavy girl like that? I mean, something like that might be the final thing that pushes her over the edge. But what if it spurs her on to work out? Exactly. No. I can save her There's life. There's a better chance she hangs herself than works out. It's a, it's a uh, e-stomach stapling I'm doing for her. She's uh, just getting this through, and she's going to drop all the weight after she knows uh, how yeah. big of a beast she is. It'd be a great thing to do if you were like a surgeon that did that type of stuff. Help out your uh, business. Uh, hideoutradio.com if you want to learn more about the show. He's doing it just for the hell of it. Well, you don't agree, though, it's a God complex thing? A God complex? No, it's a Satan thing. He's evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, it's not. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout on Free FM. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. 
Good evening, godless sodomites. The hideout. But we will destroy this place. The hideout. Back in the hideout, Free FM 106.7 WJFK 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Taking it to Love Line at 10. We'll be here all week. Uh, get caught up on the show. Uh, hideoutradio.com. Learn a little bit. Finally getting into the groove, and now we got to go home. But uh, we will be back tomorrow. Don't forget about fullblownaids.com. And uh, from fullblownaids.com is uh, Dugout Doug. Yes. What's up, boys? Hey there, brother. Hey, you know, just to uh, speak up a little bit for Dubs, um, he does know his role pretty well with his girl. I was playing uh, Xbox 360 with him one night, and his girl popped in, and I've never seen somebody get offline on a game faster in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, It's very interesting, the relationship that Dubs has with this mm. chick. What was it? Your She was on the phone with her aunt, and uh, she burned... No, 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 it was... Uh... It was uh, her mother, and uh, she was talking with her mother and everything, and uh, she was cooking me a pizza inside, and I start smelling burning pizza. So I, I yell the C word at her, oh. and her mom's laughing on the other end. Uh, he goes, "I uh, let me go. I have uh, to put a boot yeah, uh, to this and then insert uh, epithet there. So. Mm. All right, very cool. Fullblownaids.com. Check it out, our buddies. Of course, ONA right here. Um, uh, I'm great. We're streaming it there. Uh, fantastic. Uh, ONA right here, Free FM after the junkies. Thank you, brother. Uh, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. So, El Ross. What's up, El Ross? Hey, dog. So glad to hear you guys again. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just want to say the only thing that will uh, mess your head up more than uh, J-Dubs getting on the Internet Mm-hmm. Is uh, having your first self-pleasuring encounter be to uh, Ducktales? Yeah, that's uh, what? that was me. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, Ducktales was on in the background the first time I ever experimented with myself. So now every time Launchpad McQuack pops into his head, he's uh, popping, running, but not two Ducktales. That well, just happened to be in the background. Yeah, that and then the second time was uh, Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> it, it just happened to be on in the background. It's just one of those things where you know. Whatever. Turn the TV off. Yeah, man. Prepare a little bit. <laughs> um, so, oh, really quickly, mm-hmm. Dubs. Uh, we were talk- know, how do you even remember stuff like that? Number one. I remember my first time. He, he remember everything. I thought I broke He's myself. Got, like, he must have it written down. He, he refuses to rely on just his uh, brain for memory. He's got souvenirs. Dude, and- you don't forget that. You don't forget that in the slightest. The first time I ever pleasured myself. You have no recollection? No. Dubs, what happened to you while we were on the little break? You went to go get a haircut to look nice and spiffy uh, for the people here at Free FM. Yeah, I went uh, to get a haircut uh, before we came out to uh, D.C. And uh, I had a freak out. I had a little meltdown while I was uh, at the haircuttery. Um, I was waiting about 20 minutes. You know, it's a normal wait at a, at a barbershop. And I see the lady come up who uh, will be cutting my hair because I'm next in line. Mm-hmm. Bohemoth. I mean, just completely out of control fat. And I panic. Why? Because I pictured her 
washing her nether regions earlier that morning, and those hands were going to be placed on my head in my hair. So I ran into the bathroom there while she was calling my name for me being up next, and I waited for her to call a few times and then say, uh, all right, um, Jeez. who's the next person, and take that person. I came back out, and I'm like, oh, I guess I missed my... Uh, my spot. My spot. Can I get in uh, next in there? They gave me a, a better looking woman, but wow, still uh, no prize. So just, just wasn't a good haircut either. Yeah, just, <laughs> just a freak out though because a big lady. Yeah, well, it, I mean, just a, I was just imagining those those uh, meat fists, uh, right, all over her body, right. And there was nothing redeeming about that being in my hair. I, I knew I wouldn't need gel for the next three weeks. Right. Have you ever? Um, do you get goosebumps whenever you get in your haircut? No. When somebody's, uh, like, you know, because they're not playing with your hair, but they are touching you. I, See, there was this one place I used to go to that gave you a scalp massage that would, uh, you know, kind of get me stirring. But other than that, I've never felt a tingle from a haircut. I have memories of getting a haircut when I was a little kid. I haven't had one in a, a few years, but, uh. Really? Because it seems like you only cut the front of your face. Uh, <laughs> no, shut the hell up, man. You're the last one to talk about anything like that. I like the big breasted ones when I was a little kid. You know, mm -hmm. you get a little elbow feel and. Right. They lean over. That was nice. Yeah, I remember, uh, kind of. I mean, it's no ducktails. <laughs> right. But. Uh, getting the tingles. Hey, are, is the, is the, uh, Free FM JFK Christmas party this week? What is it this week or uh, next week? Next, the fifteenth. All right. No, we we're gonna miss it. it. Well, maybe we'll be back. Who knows? <laughs> I just remember having great times at those uh, Christmas parties. Oh my God! We, we, uh, we we didn't drink at the final one we went to because of how obliterated we got at the first one. All right. So Monster.com says holiday parties are just around the corner. Behave yourself, and they put out a few. All right, here's how you should behave. Yeah. At the holiday party. Guidelines. Uh, drink in moderation. It's not good. It's not in good taste to get sloshed with your bosses and your coworkers. Uh, you don't want to say something under the influence that could haunt you Monday morning. Every time I drink, I say something that haunts me. And I can be alone. Yeah. I, I can just think to myself the next day, man. I said something really stupid. I know no one heard it. He was telling me a little bit about that last night. Yeah, I don't. Me, I don't drink anymore. He doesn't barely. drink because every time he's ever drank. He does something that he regrets terribly. Yeah, and it can't. It, you yeah. know, it could be something just so minute. But he met his first serious girlfriend. That's the first the mistake. Most, the most drunk he's ever been. That's what I'm saying. There's, That's his big yeah. mistake. Proof positive. <laughs> but you can call her a c-word in front of her mother. Yeah, everything's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, maybe it's not a mistake. Uh, dress appropriately for the holiday party. Um, check the guest list. Make sure it's okay to bring the significant others. Time it right. Don't show up at just the end to make an appearance, but also don't be the last guy sticking around. Mm -hmm. um, network with the top brass. Make sure you get your little time in, your FaceTime. So they See, have you throw that uh, rule out the window if you uh, went against rule one and only had a couple drinks. You know, if you uh, if you had a, a way too much to drink, stay away from everybody who's not you know the overnight guy. <laughs> and say thank you. Because the office party requires a lot of work. I don't go to office parties ever. Why? I just, no good can come <laughs> from it. Well, I, usually being in radio, you have the opportunity to win door prizes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the reason you start gathering everybody else's drink tickets or raffle tickets so you can win that DVD uh, that got left over and the person didn't, co didn't come pick up six months earlier. Yeah, I want to go see the Capitals. All right, here's some dues. Sticking around. Yeah, here's some dues. Uh, Gantz. 
That's gay dance with your general manager. We <laughs> did, we did uh-huh. that one at a WJFK Christmas party before with our old GM, Alan Linewand, where Dubs and I were on the dance floor. Where were we downtown? At, like the Helix or yeah, something? Yeah, the, the Hotel Helix. And uh, just trashed. Yeah, we were hammered. I, I haven't been that drunk, I think, since. So we both... We were, I, was, I was this close to being drunk enough to uh, throw handies around. So we go... <laughs> we go over and we start, like lap dancing while standing up both of his thighs like dubs and i freaking him on either side almost kind of like the night of the roxbury but like mm. grinding uh here's another do sing tool at the karaoke this was the one that that i did uh back in lansing i didn't have the guts for this one yeah i went up there i remember that it's a seven minute song anima yeah uh do perform a britney spears duet I remember Shafee and I, again, drunk at a company. Same party. Yeah, company Christmas party. And I don't do karaoke. We did Britney Spears? Yeah, we did Baby Hit Me One More Time. Just obliterated out of our mind taking turns. It went over, too. Everybody loved it. Here's another great one to do when you're at the Christmas party. I mean it. Laugh when your girlfriend trips on the dance floor. <laughs> because Dubs, this has happened no less than, what, three times now? At various, you've seen. At various Christmas <laughs> parties where uh, Dubs' trick, uh, chick, trick, We'll, uh, we'll get so drunk, mm-hmm. and she's just walking back, and she'll trip and she'll fall. She tripped like 15 <laughs> times a night, he matter. <laughs> and then finally, do listen to the part-timers bitch about all the other full-timers. Mm-hmm. Right. Because anytime you go to a company Christmas party, I see you guys smiling in the back back there, <laughs> just yelling and screaming about people and wondering when it's going to be your day. And you're just like, yeah, I know. I'm with you. I'm on your side. Absolutely you want to do that stuff. 800-636-1067, uh, 202-432-1067, the hideout, Free FM 106.7, uh, WJFK. Have you ever thought to yourself that maybe you're a little too liberal? What do you mean? No. Has this ever happened to you? No, no. Why? I was at uh, my chick's, um, my chick's uh, place, uh, her parents' place for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I got a cute little cat by the name of Tycho Tyrone, and we were taking him there, and he was, you know, they have a whole bunch of cats, and he's a dude cat, and so one of the other cats that her parents have, uh, I guess it was like a territorial al- alpha male thing. Well, yeah, I mean it's his house. Yeah. So he attacked my Must cat. Protect it. Yeah, he attacked my cat, and my you know my cat you know kicked its ass. I hate cats. My Your cat won. Yeah, my cat won. Even though it was a kitten. Well, my chick's mom was like, "Yeah, you got to watch out. Um, the black ones tend to do that." Yeah. Uh, attack. And so then here's true. The, like here's cats. The, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, but. Here's, the <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah, she's talking about cats, but then I'm thinking to myself, wait a second. Those, those cats also uh, tend to steal your girlfriends. <laughs> this, this, this seems like an almost an underlying, almost racial comment. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't think so. I was like, well, well, you know, the cat, you know, it had been on the street for a while. Um, you know, I think it's those just, cats also date fat whiter cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to, uh, you know, it's kind of looking out for its own territory. But I got into mm-hmm. one of those situations where. <laughs> I'm defending not the black cat, which mm-hmm. attacked my cat, but the whole black race over one little comment. <laughs> it, was like, it was about a cat. Talking about a cat. Yeah. Man. I felt it was otherwise. And they I tend f- to get hooked to different kind of treats. What's wrong with you? What? That was... All right. I'm talking about cats, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were... 
shock jock. Doing that kind Mm-mm. of a thing. Um, How can I shock jock about a cat? Because <laughs> I know you're not talking about a cat. It's obvious. I think your uh, uh, cat may have the sickle paw. <laughs> you're going overboard with this, so I think she's just talking about the black cat. Mm-hmm. I guess so, but I felt a, uh, a little bit like I had to defend uh, from there. Um, so tomorrow we're going to be back in here, here at uh, Free FM 106.7 uh, WJFK and uh, hanging out doing our thing. We re- recommend you go to the website hideoutradio.com. And I uh, learn a little. I'd love bit for more. your cat to listen, but he's not in our key demo. So, <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> they leave out the black cats mm-hmm. when putting out the uh, the ratings. Non-ethnic feline, uh, <laughs> felines. Dude, be- really quick before we uh, before we came down here, Shafee mm-hmm. uh, said that he had to go get a particular movie uh, to uh, to do something to. What oh. movie? Was it Unfaithful? Oh, yeah, man. What was it about Unfaithful? That like, came out in the uh, theaters. Early, yeah. It came out 2000, a long time 2001. Something like that. I never saw it. I wasn't really interested. But uh, I caught it on TBS mm-hmm. the other night. On TBS, extremely edited, and I still almost used it. And so I had to go out and pick up the DVD with, uh, with Diane. Did you actually use it for uh, Bash Material? No, I think it was like the right time and the right place. I was kind of disappointed seeing mm. it the second time. But that one night, you know, the mood was right. You use DuckTales. I like Diane Lane. And, <laughs> all right, somehow you know, I feel uncool. We all have our own little things. Well, in Hefe's uh, defense with DuckTales, none of them wear pants. When you, yeah, that's a, that's a hot movie, though. It makes you almost sick to your stomach, but at the same time, you're really into it. All right, here's this uh, kind of breaking news. It's out of the uh, New York area, though. Eight Taco Bells closed because of an uh, E. coli outbreak. I don't go there anymore, man. Apparently, 14 people in two different counties on Long Island affected by the E. coli outbreak first reported in central Jersey. And it's uh, it's spreading more and more. Here's the odd thing about the bell. And don't I, bring up my story. Well, I'm not bringing up your story because we don't have time, and we'll tell it later. I didn't think it was real meat. I thought, I thought it, was, it came in a bag. They added water and heated it up. That's what I always heard. I always, it's delicious. I, yeah, I love it. I'll eat the hell out of it. Uh, in fact, I'm thinking as I look at this news story, somehow the marketing's working for me and I want to run for the border, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it's about E. coli. <laughs> but I'm want, like Probably the best tasting E. coli in the world. <laughs> but I, I wonder, or I think... Like a my, grilled stuffed E. coli tonight. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself... Um, e. coli Belgrande. How it is... Uh, that they get the E. coli when it doesn't appear that it's um, it's real meat. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's powder, it's water. They warm it up, and there's the the little brown stuff that they that you get in your soft taco or your taco or whatever it is. There'll probably be more on this uh, coming up tomorrow. And that's it. We're out of time. It's too bad. Two hours isn't enough. I know. You want to get in a roll. You want to move into a whole bunch of stuff, and you're like, wait a second. We got three minutes left in the show. But we do encourage you guys uh, to check out Hideout Radio. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Learn a little bit more. Are there pictures of your uh, cat, Taco Tyrone, on there? He's got a MySpace. Does he? Yeah, you can find that. It's odd. Longer tail than most other cats. You got MySpace for your cat? Dubs, you got to find out who his cat's dating and send (laughs) some messages. Yeah. (laughs) And go ruin a relationship. Um... 
Yeah, so getting our uh, getting our bearings tonight, feeling good. Be back for the rest of the week, 8 to 10 o'clock right here, free FM 106.7 WJFK. And uh, like we said, check out the website, hideoutradio.com. Hefe Dubs, our buddy Shafee, who uh, swung in. We also want to thank uh, the, the help tonight. Johnny Punani used to be with the show back in the day under the names and no section on the website. Also, too, uh, is it Eric? Eric, who I used to teach over at the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting when I was here. Sorry. Surprising he's uh he's got a job yeah. after that tutelage. I know, I taught him well. And our buddy Bobo came down from B More to walk Yeah, he's the- a man. <laughs> and there's another friend of ours that we used to hang out with. Oddball. Mr. Oddball hanging out right there, so it's good to see him. It's so funny how mm-hmm. as much as things change, they just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, they they cleaned up the place a little bit. It's like last night you wake up, I'm sitting there watching Charles Manson documentary. Yeah. just happens to be on. Yeah, this kid all about serial killers. We walk in here, same faces, new people, very cool people. And uh, we want to thank the support that we've been getting from a lot of the crew. So uh, Love Line is up next. Then you got the Junkies in the morning, ONA after that. Big Daddy, Big Papa Bear O'Reilly, uh, Don and Mike, and Pin... Uh, Pin Gillette, then we're back at 8. So uh, check out all that stuff. All week. Yeah, all week long from 8 to 10 in the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 
not interested. I don't. I five thousand. 